Good morning, and praise the Lord, my brothers and sisters. This is Elderberry Williams with you this morning. I am so thankful that God has saw fit to wake us up this morning with a whole new batch of mercies. For it is said that morning by morning, new mercies to be see, for great is thy faithfulness towards us. As we enter this fourth day of prayer and fasting, let our focus be on praying for the salvation of our loved ones and our nation. With that in mind, if you will bear with me, I will have two prayer petitions this morning. There are several scriptures to which we have referenced in our fasting booklet in regards to salvation for our loved ones. Consider some of these as you ponder during the day today. Second Peter 3.9 The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Matthew 18:18. Truly I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Matthew 9:37-38. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore to send out workers into his harvest field. And finally, Philippians 1.6, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Praying for our loved ones is something all of us can relate to because so many of us have grandparents, parents, children, siblings, aunts, uncles, nieces, and nephews, and even cousins who need salvation and have not yet come into the knowledge of Christ. We also recognize and thank God for our salvation because many of us are here because someone prayed for us. We used to sing back in the day a song that said, Somebody prayed for me, had me on their mind, took the time to pray. I'm so glad they prayed. I'm so glad they prayed. I'm so glad they prayed for me. God has brought us out of darkness into his marvelous light. We also know that if he can do it for us, he can do it for our loved ones as well. In praying for our loved ones, let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Salvation is from God, not us. Let's not get entangled into how long it may take, but recognize that all things are in God's hands. Sometimes we may just be the planner of the word. Someone else may come along and water, fertilize, or even reap the plant, just so long as the end result is full salvation from God. Many times it may come long after we are gone. We never know when we are participants in someone else's road to salvation, just as someone else is involved in that of our loved ones. God wants so much for all to be saved. And he will make opportunity for each of our loved ones to come to him. All we have to do is give them the word, God's plan for salvation, continue to pray, and live uprightly before them, and trust God to do the rest. As we pray, God readies our heart to do his will, while also inviting us to rest in the fact that only he can change hearts. Again, remember, we may see the fruits of our prayers immediately, or we may never see the full impact of our intercession. Either way, 
Don't give up praying for your unsaved family members. Remember, we are engaged in a spiritual battle, and one of our greatest weapons is prayer. God is in the business of doing the impossible, and he can change even the hardest of hearts. Now let us pray. Father, we come before you in prayer and in faith, believing your word said, you desire all men to be saved and come into the knowledge of the truth. So we bring our loved ones before you this day. Father God, we know that no one can come to Jesus unless the Father draws them. We ask that you draw our loved ones to your Son, that they may know you personally and spend eternity with you. Lord God, we ask that you move upon their hearts to accept the truth of Christ. Overwhelm them with the reality of your love for them, that they may grasp how wide and long and how high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know that this love surpasses knowledge. Lord, use us to open their eyes and turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, so that they may receive forgiveness of sin and a place among those who are sanctified by faith in you. Holy Spirit, show us specifically how to minister to each member of our families. Reveal opportunities to share about you and give us the strength to obey when you open the door. Father God, your word says that godly sorrows bring repentance which leads to salvation and leaves no regret. Only you can open our eyes to reality that all have sinned and fallen short of your glory. Come upon them with a sense of godly sorrow for their sins, that they may repent, surrender to you, and be saved. We break the power of Satan from his assignment and activities in their lives in the name of Jesus. Now, while Satan is bound, we ask that you send forth the perfect laborers to share the good news of the gospel in such a way that they will listen and understand it. As the truth is ministered, we believe it will open their eyes to the gospel come out of the snare of the devil, and make Jesus Lord. Father, we ask that you fill them with the knowledge of your, your will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. As we intercede on their behalf, we believe that the power of the Holy Spirit is activated. And from this moment on, we shall praise and thank you for their salvation. We are confident that you are alert and active, watching over your word to perform it. It will not return to you void. It will accomplish that which you please and prosper in the thing whereto it was sent. Therefore, our confession of faith is, God has begun a good work in the lives of our loved ones, and he will perform it and bring it to full completion until the day of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, let the church say, Amen. Now let me say that as for our nation, with all the things that are going on in our country today, it's easy to lose trust and hope, even doubt that the things in our country will change. It's clear that the world is broken right now, full of spiritual apathy, selfishness, sexual assault, religious extremism, violence, and terrorism, and the list goes on. It can be also be tempting to believe that America has reached a point of no return, while these factors cause despair, we are reminded in Scripture that with God, nothing is impossible. No problem is too great for him. Seasons of distress and uncertainty and hardships call for faithful, fervent prayer by God's people 
and remind us of our responsibility to humble ourselves before Almighty God. We cannot expect healing to come to our nation apart from the obedience to God through his holy word. We also know from Scripture that when light stands in darkness, light always wins. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in the darkness, but will have the light of life. We also know from Joel 2.25 that God can restore what is broken and change it into something amazing. All we need is faith. There is no need for you to feel like there is anything in your life that God can handle. He is omnipotent, omnipresent, and active in all areas of our lives. We may live in dark times, but we have hope because light always wins. At our lowest point, God is our hope, and that is our weak, and at our weakest point, God is our strength and will heal us. Now let us pray once again. Heavenly Father, I bring the needs of our government before you and ask you to bless our nation through godly leaders. I magnify the name of Jesus and declare that he is Lord over this nation. Heavenly Father, I pray for your protection to cover all law enforcement officers and the men and women of the military. I ask for godly counsel and wisdom for judges across the land. In the name of Jesus, I pray that you and your kingdom of righteousness be manifested in the hearts of all of those who are in authority in any way. Heavenly, Heavenly Father, I pray for the members of the Senate and the House of Representatives to find your peace and direction for these men and women to act and lead according to your word. A house divided against itself cannot stand. Therefore, I pray for them to be unified in righteousness for the sake of the nation. Heavenly Father, we pray that our president, vice president, and leaders will honor you and respect you as the one and only true God. We ask that you give us government leaders who will pray for your will and guidance. Lord, we ask that you pour out your spirit on this nation to help each of us discern good from evil, not after the eyes of man, but through spiritual eyes. Lord, we ask that you humble our hearts so, so that we may, so that we will be a nation filled with gratitude and thankfulness. In Jesus' almighty name, I pray. My soul says amen. Now, thank you all for meeting with me here this morning, and may your day be productive and blessed.